by new by Dental Head Start, your weekly mentoring session thanks to cpdjunkie.com.au. So you've gotten yourself into a little bit of a sticky situation and received a complaint. Now what? Welcome back to What I Wish I Knew. My name is Erica Huin and I am back with the wonderful Harry Nicker ladies to talk about what to do when, look, fingers crossed, we never, this never happens to us, but you know, what to do when we receive a complaint. And who better to talk us through this than Harry, who is one of Australia's leading alternative dispute resolution and litigation lawyers. So this is really his area of expertise. And in this episode, we talk about what to do and perhaps more importantly what not to do now this episode isn't set out to scare anyone but to hopefully provide reassurance that there is a lot of support out there and we talk through the protocols that you know, we should have in place to look after both ourselves and our patients and who our first point of call should be when we find ourselves in these sticky situations so without further ado let's jump straight into this episode the prevention is everything you've, you've been doing in terms of, you know, making sure you follow appropriate processes, don't um, stray into territory that you're not familiar with, you know, um, you've learned a certain amount as your ex- skills and experience increase, that's what you should be doing, staying within, you know, the comfort zones and a- as you're learning more and more complicated things to do. So you know, risk minimization is a really important element of your progression, I think, where you, you know, you're not doing root canals on day one. So that's the raw example of that. So that's why it's important to have, I think, that relationship at the start of your career with a practice owner or a principal dentist who is going to give you the right kind of mentoring and the supervision that you need and make sure that you develop and progress in, in, in that in the right kind of way and not exposing yourself to any greater risks in terms of the work and the things you are doing. Policies, procedures being followed, all of that sort of thing. It's a, there are some hard yards in the first few years, but that just needs to be done to build that experience. Complaints, what do you do when you get a complaint? There are any number of complaints and we could be here till midnight talking about what to do in relation to each and every one of those different categories of complaints. Is it a complaint based on your conduct in the workplace? Is it a complaint based on uh, clinical work that you've done? Is it complaint based um, on interaction with a patient that may not have been appropriate? Is it a formal complaint in relation to the professional standards that you're meant to adhere to in terms of how you conduct yourself as a professional? Is it something which has uh, already manifested itself in a claim against the practice for monetary compensation by the patient? What you do in relation to the complaint depends upon what it is. Generally, and this is the advantage obviously in the first year or two where you're an employee, Whatever complaint occurs, it's going to be something that you're going to need to discuss with the principal dentist and, and, and the owner of the practice. They will know what the appropriate procedure is to follow. The temptation is always to jump in and try to solve the problem immediately before it escalates in, in the way in which you think it should occur. From my experience, that, that's not always going to be the best 
course to follow because, again, there might be five or six different types of complaints that we're talking about. Each of those might have certain procedures and notifications that need to be made to insurers, for example, or to professional body. It might be the professional body calling for an explanation for you. So each process, each complaint or each issue that arises or notification that arises will have its own process that needs to be followed. And if you do something immediately without engaging with that process and you don't follow that process, you might have affected you might have actually it might have affected what happens in the investigation phase or in an outcome that would otherwise potentially have been available that because of what you've done not meaning to create any additional burden or hassle um, you've in fact created some additional burden or hassle because um, as in your practice of course whatever issue arises you need to follow a certain process you just don't go from open your mouth to pulling a tooth out. I mean, there's a few yeah. other steps in between. Um, <laughs> I hope so. Yeah, so, so do I. Um, so that being the case, again, with every complaint, there's a process, there's a protocol. Um, you don't know about it, again, information is key. Find out, the principal will know, uh, and then you follow that process rather than jump in and just try and solve the problem. Uh, make the call to the patient or respond to that letter that you get in immediately without telling anybody. They're the worst things you can possibly do. In summary, you know, prevention is about what information and knowledge and skill you have to, to only do things in accordance with the appropriate protocols and practices and not extending yourself beyond what you're capable of doing given your level of experience, following those protocols, etc. That minimizes your risk for complaints. When complaints happen, There'll be a range of different types of complaints and each of those will have a process attached to them as to how to deal with them. Get information about that from your principal. ADA obviously has a wealth of information on its site about the different processes that, are, that need to be followed in terms of complaints of one sort or another. And of course, then lastly, generally, notifications to your insurer at the right time. But they're all things which... Again, there are different processes for different types of complaints. As a student or new grad, CPD can be expensive. The cost of the course itself, flight tickets, accommodation and finding time amidst clinic, lectures and exams can be a lot. Thankfully, our friends at Ripe Global have got you covered. Ripe Global offers an education platform with hundreds of hours of lectures, hands-on procedures and recordings of live content from their full-day courses. And you can access it all from the comfort of your own home. From now until September 1st, you can use our code HeadStartRipe30 to get 30% off the annual membership. And go in the running to win a spot at Ripe Global's Crown Prep Bootcamp, where you'll spend a whole day drilling Crown Prep exercises until you're confident. Visit ripeglobal.com or check out our show notes for more information. a very easy trap for people to fall into and I think you make a very good point about just look take a deep breath don't jump straight into it and follow the processes because I feel like the first thing we might think of is 
um, you know, you freak out, you panic, and you want to, in some ways, try to subdue it before it gets out of hand, or try, you know, sweeping it under the carpet, or trying to solve it without getting other people involved. But as you mentioned, perhaps that might not be the best way, and you may be, you know, causing further troubles down the track, right? The worst thing, on, a, on an extreme scale, the yes. worst thing that could happen there is that you embark down a course that you think is the right solution. You shouldn't yeah. even be starting down that course, but you actually end up doing what you uh, think is the right thing to solve the problem. And in fact, it is the last thing you should be doing. You, you've actually made the wrong call. You've compounded the mistake you made to start with rather than contained yeah. the loss you've now escalated the problem and doubled the, the loss, whatever it might be, and then created uh, a situation which then everybody who does who needed to be involved when they do get involved, look at it and go, well, had you not done that, we might have been able to do these other things to extricate you from this problem. But now that you have done that as well, we actually have to, that's more of a problem than the original one in, in, in one sense, because you've also then breached potentially some other protocols or in fact, just made the wrong decision. I see. And I feel like I, I, I think what you were mentioning before is that obviously there are a lot of different situations and different types of complaints and different levels of seriousness to it. But could we kind of talk about, I guess, the differing levels of how serious this might be in terms of, okay, perhaps it's a minor issue. You know, you get in contact with who you need to, you talk it out and you're like, okay, this has been settled. Or perhaps it's a little bit more serious. You need to get more people involved. Or at what stage do you think, you know, you start getting legal advice or lawyers get in and I guess in extreme situations where it needs to be taken to court. Like I'm just thinking about just in terms of the seriousness and the build-up of it. Times for lawyers' involvement would be if and or your insurer's involvement rather is, yeah. is probably one of the first ports of call that you would make if, you, if there was a serious complaint raised about your professional conduct and e.g. you know somebody complains that I don't know you never keep proper records or you have repeatedly breached the protocols in relation to before and after photos on websites or whatever it is that kind of thing which is not a, a, a clinical issue involving performance of some treatment but it's you know there are certain governed by you know a uh, code in relation to what you are, what you should be doing as a professional and what, what you're not allowed to do. So if it's something like that and someone's made a complaint about it, then you you get a letter from one of the regulators saying we've become aware of this or whatever it is, then obviously um, speak to your, you should speak to your principal about it. You should then obviously um, also notify your insurer about it in terms of what should I be doing with this? Am I covered in dealing with this complaint? Do you will they put you in touch with lawyers who might be able to assist in responding to that complaint uh, for you? And I, you know, fees for that will be covered by them or whatever. The other part of it is if there is a, a claim made in relation to or a complaint made in relation to certain clinical treatment. Depends on the severity of it as well. You know, is it something which is can be dealt with by way of some corrective treatment that the practice might be prepared to do to by either by another dentist or even by you. So that's one layer of that. If it's escalated though to the point of something terrible has happened or there's a there's a the patient's gone somewhere else and and uh, they formed the view that the treatment that you provided has caused them some injury, loss or damage, then definitely obviously then at that stage you immediately notify your insurer. And from there, frankly, once it's in their hands, 
they pretty much guide you as to what you um, can and should do. So it's important to have a good, they're, they're very approachable at the insurers in terms of knowing, if you like, what the temperature is of the complaint. How hot is it? Uh, what should you be doing? Should you be engaging with them at all? Should you be providing an explanation which might diffuse the situation? Should you be offering something to assist? Or should you just be keeping quiet and letting the process that they govern, that they dictate, take its course? And um, uh, so from, from that point of view, it really does depend upon what the complaint is. But as you can tell from that, from the range of things there that we've talked about, some of them you might be able to control. Others, you definitely need to get others involved to help you through that process. It's 2022, a time where cloud-based software is enhancing every aspect of our lives. So why not leverage those same capabilities in something we use every day? our dental practice management software. Imagine a platform rethought from the ground up, intuitive and intelligent, using the possibility of today's technology for your patients and your business. A solution that optimizes our daily workflows, creating the edge that modern dentists need to stay competitive and connected. Principal practice management software is this solution. Efficient, intelligent, intuitive. Because it's 2022 and you expect better, Go to principal.dental to learn more. What I gather is that it's really important to have a good relationship, I guess, with your indemnity insurance and that they're really the people to help guide the steps that you should be taking rather than you're trying to solve the problem ourselves necessarily. I think that's right. And again, the more experience you gain, the more you, you, you will know when you need to involve, them, whether it's something at the minor end, which doesn't have that flavour of, you know, it's going to escalate to the point where I need to notify my, insu- notify my insurer or whatever it is. So you'll be gov- what you do will be governed by what the complaint is, how severe it is, what it calls for, the particular protocols that exist around complaints of that particular type. Thank you so much for listening to the Dental Head Start podcast. I genuinely hope this is helping you become a better dentist. So if you like what you're hearing, make sure you subscribe on your podcast player and I want you to do me a favor. I want you to go to social media and share something that you've appreciated from us with one of your friends. That's how the word gets out. That's how more people gain and benefit from what we're doing. And if you're a dental student or a graduate and you want to get a head start, go to dentalheadstart.com to find everything we're doing to help dental students become great dentists. Thank you.